to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden, holistic psychologist, Reiki master, and astrologer. On today's show, I'm joined by Katie Heath for a fascinating conversation about how to experience true wellness. So often in life, we know what the right choices are for our well being, but somehow, things get in the way and we're not able to put those choices into action. So Katie's here to explain to us how we can remove those blockages and move forward for a life filled with health, longevity, vibrancy, fulfillment, and living in a way that honors who we are and our highest good. So join us, here we go. Hello, hello. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Katie Heath. Katie is a holistic nutritionist and an emotional counselor, and she has joined me today to help you learn about intuitive eating, and in general, the universal truths about how to be well, because don't we all need to be be well to the depths of our soul, not superficially, but completely mind, body, and spirit. So welcome, Katie. Thank you so much, Kimberly Ann. Okay. So I'm very excited to have you today. I have so many questions. I have to slow my mind down in my mouth for a second. (laughs) So why don't we just start by you telling us how you got into the work that you're doing now, sort of what set you off on the path that you're on? Okay. That's a great question. Thank you. I would say that a couple of things, a couple of things. And it's funny because looking back, this would have been in my late teens, early twenties, and I'm in my forties now. It was actually just my curiosity about what foods were healthy, what foods were unhealthy, uh, what created weight gain, what created weight loss, what created people's um, demeanors, their moods, what made people happy, what made people unhappy. And I just sort of started getting curious about life on a deeper level. And I had talked to a couple of people that mentioned nutrition and what you eat affects your mood, what you eat affects how healthy your body is and how good you feel. And it affects your sleep. And I'd heard, started hearing all these things. And these are notions I'd never come across before. And I thought, well, this sounds interesting. I want to look into it for my own self and, um, wanted to, you know, kind of be the best person I could be. And I was really into working out and being an athlete in high school and, I also was always, I felt like I was always maybe five or 10 pounds, um, having extra weight on. And so, you know, is that, Hey, I love myself. I want to fine tune myself. It actually at the time was probably, I hate myself. I'm not good enough. So I'm going to push myself, but Hey, let me be real. Uh, so I started exploring all these things, um, by doing uh, experiments on myself. So I would experiment with a low fat diet or a fat free diet, see how I felt doing that for a few weeks. I would do elimination diets. Um, I would try all sorts of things. And then when I got into my early twenties, I heard about a program for holistic nutrition and learning how to help people figure out what supplements were best for them to fill in where they needed. 
and to also help people figure out what foods were good for them and what foods were bad for them. And I thought, well, this is, this is cool. It's a whole year long class. Uh, and so I got into that and it was really just for me. I was really just curious for my own health and my own body. But, but then the more I got into it, the more the passion in me for health and wellness got, um, ignited. And then it just snowballed from there. And it took on a life of its own because at the point that I was halfway through this, this year long course, I just could not stop talking about this to anybody on the street, to my family, uh, my poor parents during this time. I think they were like, can you please not proselytize this much? We really want to eat how we want to eat. You know, we're not you. Thank you so much, but no, thank you. I was all about the unsolicited advice. So I've learned since then only a solicited information and advice, but yeah. So I, I just loved it. I loved it. And I thought I have to tell people about this. I have to tell everybody about this. People need to know this. People don't have to suffer how they're suffering with, um, the way that they are dealing with feeling unwell in their bodies, or they don't like how their bodies look or function, the structure of their bodies. Um, and all the things that our health and our bodies actually affect like our minds and our thoughts and our beliefs and feelings and how well we're doing with interfacing with the world. I mean, health is everything. So I just realized, okay, I'm onto something. I really cleaned up my diet. I cleaned up my moods. I cleaned up parasites. I cleaned up all kinds of emotional stuff. Um, I, I just, I really was my own guinea pig. And, and this new me that I had created was so, so much happier and healthier than even when I was younger that I thought, okay, well, age doesn't matter. And you can change yourself at any point in time if you're willing to. And yes, you need help. Um, I got a lot of help. I paid, I paid a lot of people, a lot of money to help me. So I, I worked with quite a few practitioners and then I took the best of the best. And that's why I do what I do. It was through the course that I learned, but it was through the practitioners that I hired through the course that were the experts and they did muscle testing. And, um, what I would say is energy testing where you can ask the body's truth and see, see what's a yes and what's a no get answers like that through the, through the actual body and the subconscious mind interfacing. And I realized that in all the practitioners I worked with that helped me the most, it was, a, they, they did a combination of things. They looked at my emotional well-being. They looked at my physical well-being and they, and the, the one that helped me get the biggest results and was just amazing did this thing called, you know, muscle testing applied kinesiology. And that's mm -hmm. where you do, you, it's almost like body talk. You've talked to the body. So I looked at this woman and said, wow, I am like a whole new person. And I was feeling pretty good to begin with. I want to help people. What are the letters that you have on that placard on your wall? Where do I go <laughs> to get them? How much does it cost? And how can I do this as soon as possible? And that was in, you know, that was gosh, 20 years ago. That was exactly 20 years ago. I was age 24. And everything, everything developed from there because, you know, it was my destiny and it was meant to be. And I stayed the course and all the people that made fun of me at my corporate job, because I kept fish oil in the refrigerator and I wouldn't eat the birthday cakes, the monthly birthday cakes. And I didn't need coffee breaks and I didn't take sick days. They were all kind of making fun of me a little bit, but it was this sort of uh, curiosity and jealousy. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I got known as, wow, you look so much younger than you are. Wow. You never take sick days. Wow. You don't seem to get tired and need coffee breaks. Wow. You know, uh, 
you, you seem like you, you really, that fish oil is really gross, but it must really serve you because you take it every day. What is that about? And so then I started getting the, my first clients were at my corporate investment management job because I was the walking way shower and beacon of light there Mm -hmm. for health. And yes, I was also the crazy one, but that's okay because somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to pioneer this so that the world can wake up and see what's possible. And so that's how I got into all this. I was, I was feeling okay, but not great. And I wanted to feel better and look better and be the best I could be. Um, and then what happened is, and I'll, I'll just end with this. It was coming from a place of low worth. And, um, I think pushing myself and, and just feeling not good enough, like I said earlier, but all of that in, in all these years since starting out, my clients have taught me, um, what we all really need is to see ourselves clearly. And that's always going to be positive. The truth of seeing yourself clearly is always in a positive light. It's always in a loving light. And I, I, so the past 10 years have been me still being really healthy and taking great, great care of myself, feeling amazing, pretty much having no health issues. Um, I got rid of depression and anxiety and panic attacks and all this crazy stuff. Um, you know, five years ago that, that happened. I, I just did what I did, but I, I really feel like I released that from my life and experience by loving myself and figuring out what that means. And um, coming at my health and my well-being, especially where the moods and the um, mental health and emotional health were involved, that really needed to be from a place of I, hey, I, I care about myself and I'm going to do self-care. So that was more recent. And that's even me who was into this stuff in my 20s. And it still took me a little while to get on board with the emotional, spiritual components of self and how that comes out in our health and our, in our body. That's, that's a great, and that's so much information. I want to circle back to a couple of things. Let's hope I don't forget some of them in that uh-huh. process. But the first one is I want to know out of curiosity. Well, I want to make a comment first. The first comment I want to make is it sounds like definitely you weren't crazy. What I would say is you were being yourself. You were learning how to be yourself and that takes so much courage. So kudos to you for saying, you know what, I'm here and I'm going to be me, whether you like it or not, because that's a hard thing for most of us to do. So, thank you. Uh, you know, I want to point that out, that that takes courage and that takes, that's a beautiful thing when you start stepping into your own power and being yourself, regardless of what's going on around you. But the other thing I'm, I want to know is, so what were the letters or what was the process of the clinician that set you up to be the best you that you were at that point in time where you made the most process. What did she say to you that you needed to, to learn or where did she send you? Okay. So, well, she, she, gosh, she had all these machines and she did all these things, um, that were ways of reading the truth of what was going on in my body on an energetic level, on a purely biochemical physical level, and probably other levels too, that I'm not really remembering. Um, but one of the ways she did this, um, too, was she just, it was through, the energy testing of, um, and even, uh, you know, testing my muscles for strength or weakness, where, um, you can ask the body any answer that it results in a yes or no question. Um, it's kind of like your own body. It's utilizing the own, your own body as a biofeedback mechanism, uh, to tell you more about the truth about what the heck's going on. What are you deficient in? What, what do you have an excess of, um, you know, what's going on? Is, is your heart 
is your heart uh, functioning at what, a five out of 10 or a two out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 and all sorts of things. Is this food in the, so, and, and this is all stuff I do now because I thought, okay, this is the best of the best. So I've refined it since then, but even things like, okay, we're going to look at broccoli. Let's say is broccoli in the negative realm for you. Is it in, is it neutral for you or for, for you, the particular person, you know, is it, in the positive realm. And then on a scale of one to 10, if people really want to go into detail with supplements or foods, um, or, Hey, how much is X, Y, and Z affecting you? How much is your relationship affecting you and your health? Let's say it's about, you know, a significant other. We, I can check all this stuff. It's just amazing. I just ask the person's being, I ask their body, Hey, is this affecting you at all? Okay. Is it affecting you negatively, neutral, positive? And then on a scale of one to 10, 10 out of 10 being, wow, this is really positively affecting you. If it's in the positive realm, it's a nine out of 10. So this person is really, uh, a, a, you know, a benefit to your life and you're in a mutually beneficial relationship. This is not negatively affecting your health. Your rash on your arm is not because of the stress with your partner. It's actually, Oh, it's broccoli. Who knew? I mean, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, it, but, you, but you're, but you're serious. Out. And no, I get it. But it's been weird the, like that before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So with the applied kinesiology, I know that you do a lot of stuff remotely. So are they testing themselves or you're doing it on yourself remotely or how are you doing the right, applied kinesiology? Right. No, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, oh, and one of the things going back to your question, the woman, she really, she had me keep a food journal. She wanted to know what I ate. And then she sort of, uh, she went through it and we refined it based on what my body tested as the truth for how I needed to make adjustments for my highest good with my diet. And so she, you know, she framed it like that. I've, I've since sort of more framed it how I just, uh, worded it, but yeah. Um, and then she was a nutri- she was a holistic nutritionist. She just happened to do muscle testing. And I thought, well, okay, this is where the rubber meets the road. So that, that was it. <laughs> and then I went to, um, the nutritional therapy association. And then I got a couple other, um, sets of letters behind my name, taking things further, just because I wanted to learn even more. I wanted to learn about the emotions and everything. So. Um, Anyway, and then you just <clears throat> you just asked me about um, energy testing. We ju- right before you just oh asked the me, applied kinesiology when you're doing it remotely, yeah. you have them test themselves yes. or you test on yourself for them as a yeah, surrogate. So what I'm doing is I'm yep I'm testing on myself. I'm thinking about them. I don't have to have a picture. I don't need anything. I don't even really need a person's name. I mean, obviously, I would have their name. But yeah, I just think about the person. We all have a unique energy signature. I can tune into and tap into anybody anywhere in the world uh, just by thinking about them because we're all connected. We really are all one. And, you know, we're individuated in these bodies and that's a beautiful thing, but we can tap into each other and we can help each other out in, in myriad ways. So I just, I use my own, um, I use my fingers in two different ways, um, to muscle test. I, I like doing these different finger locks of muscle testing. And so I test on myself about the person and I just have them tune into what I'm asking. I have them tune into their intentions, tune into their body. And it is, I, I mean, it is, it's almost more effective than being in person sometimes because the person can really be in their own private moment. If I find an emotion, that's a tough emotion for them to, look at and connect with and digest, they can sort of, you know, they don't have to be there in front of my face where it's maybe a little bit more intense. And yet the information flows all the same. It flows out all the same and it resonates with them. They, I say, you know, hi, nice to meet you. I have no idea about your life, but this is what I'm finding. Can you speak to this? And they'll cry or they'll laugh or they'll go, how the heck do you know this? Or 
oh my gosh, I thought that I had dealt with this, but this makes sense. And then, you know, two days later, the thing is better on their body. You know, it's just health through the avenue of emotions and a person's relationship to themselves and how you care for yourself and how you treat yourself. That's, that's really, um, what I'm doing these days, but it, you can get at all of that by me remote testing them. So it's just amazing. And then when we do emotional clearings, let's say I'm actually doing the technique on myself, on my body, but I'm acting as proxy for them. And so I do the thing on me to release the emotion that, and they're doing the same exact technique on themselves, but it releases on them. And when two or more gather, the whole intention becomes more anchored in, in, in terms of getting a result quicker and more, um, obviously, and things are exponentially more powerful. So I, I mean, I do love the in-person. It has its own power, but there's just as much, if not more power in the two of us doing the same thing together in the name of the meeting, the intention for their body to be in healthy harmony, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, so it's, it's pretty amazing. Well, yeah. And I think that the energy that is very amazing, but I think the energy of where you're doing it is also very sacred. Probably. Do you know what I'm saying? When you're doing it in person, if you're in an office building or you you have other energies that are in there that can be lower vibrational that are going to sort of take away from the process. I, I can understand what you're saying in the sense of if you're in your own sacred space and they're in their own sacred space, then these are probably healing spaces, places where people feel comfortable and the vibration is probably higher because it's probably not as chaotic as, you know, an office or some other place, even if you try and ground it down, it's tough. Well, and that's a great point. One thing I do is with the people that are in person with me, and I would say just, you know, this is somewhere on my website. Um, 90% of my clients now, even including the local ones and across the country are remote. They, they actually, a lot of the people um, near Portland don't want to have to deal with the traffic. So they just want to do remote appointments instead of come in person. So I really only work with five or six people (laughs) out of all my clients that are diehards that just love coming to see me. But we do, we create a container though, so that, um, it's really our sacred space. We create a Mm -hmm. container, we light a candle, um, you know, we, we give that as our offering in physical form for everything that's coming through for their highest good. That's going to change their life, change their health. And, um, that is what kind of keeps out some of the, the extenuating circumstances from this healing appointment. So other people's energies, noises, even electromagnetic fields, Mm -hmm. uh, fluorescent lights, just weird stuff that you don't think about, but it's like, do you want to go big or what? And so in, in my appointments, the whole point is, you can work with me for as many months as you want and for as long as you want. But I mean, I like to make a big old dent in the person's life in the first one or two appointments where they said, wow, that was absolutely life altering for the better for me. That's how I work. So the container has to be set when we are in person for sure. Yeah. 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 Now I want to go back because one of the things I found so fascinating when I was learning about you was the fact that you are definitely not a traditional nutritionist in the sense of you, like you just said, you're looking at not just the, not just food and food is medicine. And I'm on that train. I'm on that completely, but you talk about the emotional component and you just said a few minutes ago, emotional clearing. I just want to switch to that and talk about how you see emotions and the mind impacting people's well being. Beautiful. Thank you so much for this question. This is my passion now. Um, okay. 
So one thing I'll say is about food and nutrition. When I got into, so I started doing the emotional work for people once I learned it and did it on myself. That was 2010, 2009 or 2010. And before then, it was really just um, customized food, customized supplements, personalizing everything to what would really be for the person's highest good. Uh, and so that's highest good is almost factoring in, you know, and considering 80 different <laughs> questions and answers and considerations because highest good is, you know, highest good for a supplement is going to factor in how much does it cost? How much do you have to take? What the person is willing to do, what their personality is like, how much is this going to impact uh, the function of their body in a, in a positive way? All these things. Some people will not take pills. Some people will not take liquids. Some people will not eat things or, or take supplements that taste gross no matter if it would cure their ailment. People just have a lot of different personalities and people have their idiosyncrasies. And so when you're tuning into a person's body, mind, spirit, soul being and asking, hey, what does this person need? What's for their highest good? It's always going to be something that works for them, that they're willing to take, willing to do in the right amount, taken you know, a few times a week or every day because there are people too, that love a lot of supplements. They just want to take these supplements. They it's their safety blanket. And so they're going to muscle test for having higher doses and taking more in terms of amount of supplements. But then you have the people on the other side of the coin where they're never going to take any supplement. They're going to take one or two things and they're not going to take more than that. They, it, they, they just won't. Um, and the, they might take it one or two times a week. So I don't know all that. Thank God. I don't need to know all that, but <laughs> their bodies and their beings, they know. And so when I tap into that, it's almost always correct for them. And that's what, that's what I've enjoyed. Now, here's what started happening though. I was, I was, um, really helpful to people with the customized supplements and the customized foods. So we would do these customized food lists. We would do food sensitivity testing um, one thing I do want to put a plug in about the food list is, uh, if people just wanted to know more than, Hey, what are the foods to avoid and what, and what are my healing foods? That's kind of basic. I love doing that for people. If they want to know more, I mean, these customized food lists that are so for, they're beautiful. They're for the anal retentive people like me. <laughs> and I will go through and muscle test out. I, I have it by color coded categorized, um, foods. So you have the categories of foods and everything is color coded. So you have foods that are ideal for you, foods that are neutral, foods that are cautionary, and then foods that are avoid. And I will go through and muscle test every single different food to see which one it is for you. And then it becomes this color coded food detail list. And then I actually ask the person's body and being, how long is this true for you? Because what I found is you can't mm -hmm. just do a customized food list, even as customized as that. We are always changing the, the cosmos is always changing. We are interfacing with life. We're interfacing with other people. So the thing about it is it's usually about three to four, maybe five months. And then, you know, things change, things shift. Maybe you need to eat a little bit more fat. Maybe you actually need to eat more fruit. I don't know. So I'm really into the details for the people who like that. Now here's the kicker though. In answering your question, I had to go all around there. Now here's the answer to your question. People could not, I started realizing, oh my gosh, people are getting the, the answers. They're getting the truth that will essentially create the harmony and balance they're wanting in their whole entire lives. 
especially in their bodies, that will get rid of all the unwanted uh, issues going on. And that will actually propel them to this, this next level of health and, and this next level of experiencing self happier and just uh, more vibrant. Who doesn't want that as a human, right? But they would get the answers from me and then they couldn't do it. They couldn't put it into practice. They couldn't implement the changes in their diet by avoiding the couple foods, making these adjustments, no matter how small or big. It's like, I was just seeing this pattern of people are not able to, or even if they did, they would resist it. Making these adjustments in their diet, or even sometimes taking the supplements, um, they would even spend the money on all this with me. They'd spend the money on the supplements and then they would, where the rubber meets the road, it wouldn't happen. And that's when I thought, Oh, we got to look at self-sabotage. We have to understand where does this resistance come from? Is this, but, but it went back to their relationship with themselves. And then what I would find is with the energy testing and emotional testing, there would almost always, when we would look at, well, why aren't they able to love themselves enough or respect themselves enough or whatever it is? Cause I went through this with myself though. See, I was my own Guinea pig a couple of years before I really found the emotion stuff. Why is that? And what I would find is it was emotions. It was emotions usually from trauma that they didn't even realize was traumatic for them, usually in childhood, but not always. And we had to unpack that stuff. Now, I don't do talk therapy in the traditional sense. I actually find the emotions. We have to talk about, does this make sense to you? Can you speak to this? There needs to be that acknowledgement and connection made. But that takes maybe five to 10 minutes at the most, depending, because I don't want to dredge it back up without like releasing it right away. And so then we do the energy work that is the way that actually moves that emotion and energy out of your system and out of your life for good. And they will tell you they notice a shift at the end of the two minute process we do. And then they keep noticing a shift as the body and spirit refines and further fine tunes what we did days after. And then it's this thing where they go, well, I just started eating all that broccoli. That's really good for me. And I finally started taking all my supplements and I love taking them and I'm so much better. Or you know what? I don't give a care about dairy anymore. I, if I never eat cheese again, I don't really care. Whereas before I had a client when I said, oh, you know, you're having a sensitivity to dairy. And I think that's why you're having all of this um, extra mucus and sinus issues. That's what your body's telling me is actually one quick way that you can control is just don't eat dairy for a couple months. And then let's reassess. She bless her heart. She just broke down into tears because the inner child comes out and goes, what you're telling me, I can't have something that I want. And this is a comforting thing. And you know, I deserve this dairy and you're not going to take away my dairy. It's like the little kid in us. And so she was in tears and then we have to deal with that. And that's fine because I'm here for people. I'm here for people on any level that they need to, or want to change themselves. And if there's vulnerability involved and there usually is with my work and the people I attract, let's go there. Let me help you. Let me help you help yourself. And so then the same, the same woman she was in her thirties, you know, this isn't like a kid who's 15 years old. This is a woman in her thirties, the same woman, we do an emotional clearing and we really kind of got her reconnected with herself through releasing the stuff that was keeping her from herself, keeping her from seeing herself clearly, therefore not loving herself, therefore not doing the thing that's good for her and not doing the stuff that's bad for her. And when she got all of this stuff, you know, rectified, and it was only is when one appointment basically um, you know, a week or two later, she's going, 
Katie, it's the weirdest thing. I just don't care about dairy. I can't believe I cried about it. It's so weird. And you're different and you're different, but you're different in that you're more, you're more in alignment with the heart and soul of your true self and the experience that you really deserve in this lifetime. I mean, this gets into spiritual stuff, but gosh, food, food choices, we can control that. And when we choose weirdly and oddly for ourselves and we know better, that just gets weird with self. Cause like, like nobody's getting away with Jack squat. You know, when you eat the thing that is going to give you the tummy ache, Oh, but I want to, and it's here and it's free. My friends had pizza, whatever it is. And you know, pizza is not bad for everybody, but, uh, depending on how you use it, it's just like how you use anything food included. We know, we know deep down what we're doing to ourselves and what's good for us and bad for us. And it's what we're willing to put up with, with ourselves. And so I'm here for the people that want to wake up out of that and have the best life ever, even better than they can imagine. That's how I help them. But we are in a human body. So I've got to help them through health, which is the body. And then because the emotions and mental stuff factor in so much to health, you, you people deserve to be helped in both of these big ways through the physical body and the emotional uh, more energetic piece there there's both that's the way to true wellness and that's beautiful now i'm a couple questions out of that so the first one is what techniques are you using for the emotional clearing okay yeah that's that's a great question okay so i should say <laughs> this is great i haven't thought about this in a while um yeah it's funny my other my colleagues and my friends always say katie you've got to let your clients know and there's these folks that interview you that you invented your system. So, ah, yes, please do let us know uh, that. And it's it's based off of anything people might recognize. That's helpful too. It is. It's based off a lot of different uh, people's work. It's, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of uh, the best of the best. And then I just took the fact that, well, I'm Katie and there's only one Katie. So I'm going to do it the way that works for me. And then, you know, if you build it, they will come. So uh, so I invented my muscle testing system, which I'll go into that. And then I'll talk about the emotional clearing. Cause it's this a similar answer. Uh, what I realized is I'm, because I'm not a full functioning psychic, I wanted to, and I'm putting people's health in my, people are putting their health in my hands. I wanted to really be able to trust myself and trust the information that was coming through. And I get these. So through muscle testing, which is the energy testing, I'm able to, you know, push on my fingers essentially and have them either lock in place or go down and move and wobble. And again, this is something I've been doing for years. So what's funny is I feel a yes or no answer first in my body. And when I'm sitting down on something and I'm getting a yes, uh, whatever I'm sitting on feels really heavy. Hmm. I'm like, it's like very solid what I'm sitting on. And when the answer is a no, it feels like I am hovering in air and I'm not sitting on anything. So the, the fingers are the confirmation to the yes or no I get in my own body. So I like that. I like using the body and the physicality, you know, the flesh and blood and bones as, as the, um, the test, the barometer, uh, because it's a physical thing I can feel and sense. And then the fingers are just sort of icing on the cake. Yeah. I'm confirming that this is what I'm getting a yes or a no, but I basically use my fingers to, um, just do the walking where I have on my phone in digital format, um, six to eight folders. And then I've got subfolders within the folders. And then I've got documents and pictures and, uh, books all on my phone where there's a ton of information about energy and emotions and spiritual information 
And then there are tons of medical books and things that are just completely sciencey, nutrition, foodless. And I've got just millions and millions of bits of information. And because I don't know what we need to know for somebody's highest good, even if they're coming into me for something, you know, that's um, digestive in nature, it still could be the, what they need to know is it could be anything. And so I like to go in and muscle test almost out of thin air and say, look, what does this person need to know for their highest good? And then we'll get to the digestive issues they're coming in for. And that's where I have all this information where their being can go in and from the pool of information, the pools of information from which I have that they can choose, they will always give me an anchor word or two, or even a sentence. And then it's like, well, the plot thickens because this is something where, you know, we're going into their, their greatest good. And and yes, it's usually about their health and wellness, but I'm able to find out anything. And so what happened was when I was doing this, because I have so many spiritual, emotional folders, I started realizing, wow, when you actually just get the person on the phone with, with me, you know, on the phone with you or in person. And I just say, okay, what do we need to know for your highest good? it's usually emotional and it's usually having to do with either some major relationship in their life, some major event in their life, or even their relationship with themselves. Um, and then we can get into the nitty gritty after that, after unpacking that and releasing whatever needs to be released, then we can get into the nutritional, um, more body physical issues and start getting those resolved, or at least get answers on what will resolve those. So I invented the system of how to do all that nobody to my knowledge is doing it quite like this. Um, and then with the emotional work, I studied uh, neuro-linguistic programming. I studied uh, EFT, Meridian tapping, emotional freedom technique, but it's, it's tapping. Um, I mean, all this stuff is on my website. There's probably 20 things I'm not going to remember, but they're all listed there because <laughs> I have certifications and all them. So I took the best of the best. And one is the emotion code and the body code. Um, gosh, what else is there? Um, Oh, I mean, there's so much healing codes. There's a lot that I took and I just thought, well, wait, oh, tat, um, tapas allergy technique. Uh, it's actually really, um, an ancestral spiritual thing to connect with self. And, um, there's even the rapid recode. So there's a lot of them. And so what I did was I took language that really resonated from each one. I took the techniques on how you're actually supposed to tap into the body and literally make it different for you and tools you needed to use magnets, gemstones, uh, your own hands, um, different things that you're tapping and doing on your body, different things you're saying all this stuff that's like, and then I just started seeing what worked best with my clients. And, uh, then I condensed it down into, into condensed it and distilled it down into one thing that takes about, you know, two to three minutes. It's a little wow. bit of me talking a little bit of them talking. It's, um, a little bit of, uh, touching the body on the governing meridian, which goes from the forehead all the way down to all the way down your back. And, uh, a couple other things that are pretty simple and straightforward, but I felt like, wow, this is just the easiest, quickest way to affect change. And it's not too woo woo for some people, but it's definitely special enough for the people that want the special. So it sort of meets, um, everybody's needs in the middle. And I'm able to explain it in a way that's accessible. It's uh, accessible to most people and relatable. So, yeah, it's it's amazing what when when two people with the same intention come together in the name of healing and wellness, 
it's, it's amazing the space that's created with just intention, love, love, support, and intention and feeling safe. You almost don't need the technique. You almost don't need the tools. You almost don't need the words. You almost could just sit there with the other person and really just listen to them and, and be there for them and hold space. And you could almost watch in four to eight days, their health issues change seriously, but also people love this stuff. So I do all the formalities and the techniques and it's, it's more for people's edification than anything else. And it's fun. It's, it's, it's weird and it's cool. And as long as it gets results, um, you know, it's, it's great. So they're getting so much more. I mean, they're getting the nutrition, they're getting the emotional clearing, but one of the things I think you also said somewhere that I had read was that one of the things you do is you help clients improve, improve their relationship with themselves. Yes. Yes. And that's, See, and that's, if people could understand, and then I guess I'll try and go into some detail because I remember hearing about this when I was, you know, in my twenties, wait, what do you mean? Do I love myself? What do you mean? Love yourself. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What, what does that even mean? And how do you do it? And I mean, on a day-to-day basis, what, what is that? It, Cause you know, we need to bring things from, from conceptual to embodied where it's like okay, I, I am changing myself by being different to myself in the way that I speak to myself in the way, in the choices I make and the habits that I engage in that are healthy and the habits I engage in that aren't healthy and putting a stop to that. What, you know, all sorts of things. But I mean, I, I really, I needed to figure out some of the basics. And so I I guess I'll go into some basics for the, for people that, you know, want to get down to the nitty gritty of this because your relationship with yourself is everything when it comes to health. Because like I said, I can, I am a person think, thankfully, I mean, I feel like I'm the luckiest person alive that I have this skill because I am my biggest talent and gift of this lifetime is that I'm like a Jedi Knight whiz kid energy tester. (laughs) It's the whole muscle testing thing. I mean, that is my biggest talent. And I, I'm, I have hundred percent confidence in it and I don't have hundred percent confidence in anything. You know what I'm saying? So this is one way where I can shine for people and I can tell, I can find the information from their beings and, and read it on them and from them with such accuracy that I can, I can find out, Hey, what's, what's going on with you? What's the real cause of this? And what they're, what the person is really ready and willing to hear they, they will, I will find it. Now, let me say this though, people who are in a certain place with themselves, that it would be too much to hear certain pieces of information about, you know, something with your mother or something with, um, an accident that happened, or it's just too much. They won't, I'm never going to find information. That's too much for the person to, to deal with. It's always going to be perfect. And right where the person is, that's why there are layers to this work. There are a lot of layers. Um, starting out, you're, you're going to be able to tell yourself certain things through me. And then as we continue and your trust in yourself builds and your trust in me builds, boy, we're going to get down to the, the heart of the matter of your entire life. And what's really going on with anything that's not working for you in your life. What the heck is really going on? Who do you really need to forgive? Is it yourself? Is it someone else? Can you look at what really happened? Can you take responsibility for yourself? Uh, these really hard things. Can you love yourself? Can you see yourself clearly through the eyes of love that is truth? And can you be good to yourself? And that's usually with forgiving yourself or, or 
whatever it is. So we get into some real intense matters of the heart and matters of the soul. So I would say that, um, one of the ways that when I find something that's the, an answer for people, whether it's foods, supplements, medical information about their blood work, um, Hey, release this, forgive this, da, 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 on the spiritual, emotional energy front. If they don't have a relationship with themselves based in honor, respect, and love, um, it's a hindrance or it's a limitation. And so I can find, I can find the person's truth and they can hear it, but it can't go any farther than them you know, honoring themselves to want to know the truth and to give themselves that gift. And then to actually, you know, walk differently in the world after you know this information that you need to know for your highest good to set yourself free. If you can't actually walk free after learning of the information or changing how you are with yourself, how you treat yourself, then it's like, what's the point? You, you're, you have all this information, but you're not different. You're not feeling better. You're not living happier. And, um, you're not, you're not being in love with life and in love with yourself. And that's what it really comes down to. And so that's the relationship with self peace. Um, a couple of quick things I want to say about ways to get into that is, um, the way that you talk to yourself in front of other people, uh, and to yourself, because we can sort of be funny and self-effacing in front of other people, but still, um, there's a higher way of relating to yourself. So watch these things, um, relationship with self. Do you, uh, do you go, do you get enough sleep? That's a, that's a choice. Um, these are things that we can control. Do you get enough sleep? Because we're humans, we, we need some sleep. <laughs> you know, that's just a, a self-honoring thing. It'll give you your power for, um, you know, feeling good the next day. We can control what we eat. We can control what we don't eat. And then, and then have, have fun, you know, 10% of the time, have your fun, go do what you need to do, you know, enjoy. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we can control what we put in our mouth and what we don't. We can control how much water we drink, things like that. These are all very simple ways to love oneself, um, you know, and then figuring out how to tend to yourself. So when, when something is scary or sad, instead of going away from ourselves and just being freaked out and kind of staying in that mood, lean into the feelings that are uncomfortable and go take some time, take some time, space, and privacy for even five minutes, maybe 10 minutes and go and, and cry when you need to cry and let those feelings out. They won't last very long. Even if you think they're going to destroy you, they will not last very long. Put your arms around yourself and touch your own body and say, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. It's okay. Reparent yourself. Just as if your very best friend or your child was hurting um, or needing some help or advice. That's how you want to be to yourself. You want to really see yourself clearly to be able to do this. So the less emotional baggage that we carry with us and the less trauma we have by releasing this stuff out, whether you do it on your, in, in your own way or with a practitioner like me, that creates an opening to self that was not there before. Because when things are blocking it, that are untruths and falsehood that are actually old, outdated ways of surviving and being, let's get rid of those and see who you really are and how you really walk in the world and how you really feel about yourself and how you feel about this, that, and the other. Let's really see what foods you're willing to eat and what you're willing to give up 
in the name of your greatest well-being. It all changes. It all changes. So that's how I would go into, you know, answering your question. (laughs) Well, I I loved that. I loved everything that you just said, because when you were talking, what I kept seeing is basically you're clearing out all of the junk that doesn't need to be there. And you're getting down to the root of the authentic person so that people can live from that centered place. And that's a beautiful thing. And then when you have those blockages out of the way, then you can really say, okay, I'm awake and aware enough that I'm going to make the choices that honor who I am. Because I think the biggest problem, like you're saying, is there's so much stuff in the way. Even if you come in and you give people all of this beautiful information about nutrition and how to take care of themselves physically, if they have, if they're, if they're coming in, if they're in their life in a way that they're just reacting to what's happening around them because they have all these unresolved emotional issues and traumas that are getting in the way, they're not really making choices. They're living a reactive life. And those reactions are going to get in the way of them following the healthy choice, potentially following the healthy choices that someone like you is, is giving them or that they may even know for themselves. But the thing I really loved too, was when you talked about, you know, we, we don't talk about love enough. We really don't. And our relationship with ourselves. It's kind of one of those things where people are like, yeah, yeah, that's too, I don't know what, but something people don't want to talk about. But too I think- tender and vulnerable. It's just too yeah. tender and vulnerable sometimes. Well, I think people want, I think it's hard for people to admit that it's something that you may need to work on. I mean, I, I'm not afraid to admit it, but I probably 10 years ago, I would have been like, no, of course I love myself. What are you talking about? But now I know that I didn't love myself because like you're saying, I wasn't honoring myself by the choices I was making. And really the simplest way to know if you love yourself is just to look around and see how you're treating yourself by the choices you're making with the foods, with the sleep, with the exercise, with who you hang around, with how you talk about yourself, all of those things. Does it honor who you are? Is that who you want to be in the world? Or do you want something different? Are you living vibrantly or do you need to make some changes? And I think that what you're saying about, you know, reparenting yourself is really, it's very powerful because, you know, we say, oh, I don't know how to. Well, I think what you said when you were talking about, you know, if you, if you were asked by a friend to help take care of a friend or take care of a child, everybody knows how to soothe a child, how to help their friend, how to be there for them. And it's just as simple as turning that around for yourself. It's just that simple. It's not that we don't know how to, it's that we are either not awake enough and aware enough of how to do it, or we're choosing not to, or we're just reacting. So I loved that point. And um, yes, how I love talking about this. It's so important. It is the foundation of everything. It is the foundation of life. It is the core. You know, I think a lot of people have a deserving issue. I will, I, oh, this will be interesting to tell you. Um, Speaking of this, I I will, (laughs) Would you like to know the four or five most common emotions or information that I find? I I went and looked at over the, since 2010, with just the emotional part of things, I went and sort of uh, figured out, hey, what are the most common patterns I'm seeing that most people are testing for needing to be cleared? Because it, a lot of it has to do with worthiness and deserving Mm -hmm. and see, that's what you're, that's what you were just saying is there's some sort of, why wouldn't we do that and be that for ourselves when we're hurting or if we're frustrated with ourselves because we're having an addiction to a food or an addiction to a substance. And it's like, we beat ourselves up or, um, get mad because we can't get out of it. Or we just sink into it. I mean, you know, none of which are good, but 
what is that about? You know, what is that about? Why can some people pull themselves um, out of it by their bootstraps? Why are some people in denial? Why are some people um, aware of it, but, you know, do get out of it? And why are other people aware of it and go, I know I have this issue, but um, I'm just not going to eat better or I'm not going to stop doing the thing, whatever it is, right? And I think that it's where they are with their worthiness and deserving, right? And so I mm-hmm. think that's kind of the, the piece that you were hitting on. And I'm just throwing that word in there to anchor it. And I would say that interestingly, if I look back over all the years that I've been doing it, so 10 or more years, the most common things I find on people that get stuck in their systems and affect them negatively are shock. Mm -hmm. And we'll go into shock is almost its own category. I could go into that's very important because people don't realize that the car accident they got in 20 years ago, if they may have released some of the baggage about it with the trauma and the emotions and the fear and even um, the anger or um, sadness, if, if, you know, whatever, but people forget about the shock of things, even so you get bad news, you get, you get some, some news that, you know, is hard. There's a shock factor in that. Um, anytime somebody dies, yes, you can deal with the grief and you can mourn it and do all these healthy things and get to a place where those emotions aren't, aren't an issue anymore. Beautiful. But did you look at the shock? Shock is its own thing. I've found this. It's, it's literally its own energy. It's a rough one because it just sticks in there more than the others. And it's a hard thing to work on. Like I'm going to work on getting out shock. That's a hard thing to work on yourself. So Um, anywhere you wonder if you've been shocked, it's like, oof, that's, that's one that I always have to clear. I feel like once I get a person in front of me in an appointment, if there's been any unresolved shock, which in most of us there have, um, there has been, that's one thing we have to clear right away. The, the, the body and the the person's being will say it'll register shock first. And then I'll say, Oh, I wonder what this is about. And then it'll go into the reason why they're there. Oh, here's the digestive stuff. Well, you've got some emotions you're holding on your blah, blah, blah. But the other ones besides shock are unsupported taken for granted, which are really similar. If you think about that, I see more unsupported show up in people and more taken for granted. It's, it's unreal frustration. I see anger too, but frustration is more common than anger because I think sometimes we get frustrated. We don't fully let our anger out or we don't honor our anger in whatever way. But so I find a lot of frustration. People sort of stop at frustration and then it just sits there in their system. Um, and then the other one, and this is the one I was getting at first is, uh, we're unworthy or worthless. There's some guilt. I'd say guilt's a common one, but gosh, the unworthy and worthless I'm going, Oh my gosh, there's so many people walking around. And what's funny is these people, I find it and they say, Oh, I think I'm awesome. I really, it's like, it's like they're, they do think of themselves better than that. But what I find is underneath consciousness, subconscious, Mm -hmm. underneath their awareness, that's the stuff that drives us to make the choices we make or not make certain choices. Um, That's the driver. And so when you can, really release something at its core, then not only does the person go, wow, I still think I'm awesome. And now I, I, my life is reflecting that because I don't do this and I do do this. Whereas before it was like, well, I'm awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I do sort of uh, self-victimize in this way. 
if I'm really looking at it, but I mean, that's okay. You know, I still think I'm awesome, but it's like, well, why aren't you treating yourself awesome? Or here's some weird mind loops that we create as humans. And so that's why I just like to truth test what is real. What do we need to know? And I love the term highest good. That is the thing I will always say, Mm -hmm. because the highest good, like I said, it is factoring in like probably 80 things for the person that we don't even need to know. It is literally, it's beyond what we will ever know. And in human form with brains and minds, highest good is beyond what we will know, but that's where, that's where, you know, I, I always like to start. Let's just go to the heart of the matter. And that's why a lot of the appointments, just even with one session are really impactful for people. They just feel so different. And it's, it's like they accessed a place in them or for them or in life that they didn't really know. And so they didn't know they could feel this good. They didn't know they could actually let that relationship go or not be so bothered by um, what someone said to them five years ago or their divorce or their, their kids or an addiction. It's, it's really honestly just incredible. You just ask, Hey, what do we really need to know here? And then boom, the person's being, it wants to talk. It wants to get this stuff known, acknowledged, connected, connection made, and then get it out and just be free, be more free because then you can love yourself more and then you can love others more and you can let in love and be loved by others more. I mean, all this stuff hinders that. So that's why, I mean, we could say I'm like a, I mean, yes, I'm a nutritionist, emotional counselor, and I do intuitive work because of the energy testing and my own intuition, but it's almost like I'm just trying to help humanity get out of suffering and I do it in these ways, but I'm just like people. I am a walking testament of basically having such a hard time living and waking up every day. I was so depressed. Um, oh gosh. And the panic and anxiety disorder. Whew. And and that was years, you know, and it just kept coming more often. And then I really looked at everything and I did the work. I did the work that I do. I literally did appointments on myself. Thank God I can muscle test on myself. And thank, thank God I can be honest, brutally self-honest. And that, that led to the self-awareness and the more self-awareness I had, it was hard to know certain things about myself that were unlikable, but then you just actually rise up and you see the truth and then you can know yourself better. And then you see yourself more clearly, like I've been talking about, and it is through love. And then life takes on a whole new meaning. And even the people in my life, um, I have the same friends, but the connections are deeper and we have more platonic intimacy and more, more meaning. And and that's what life is about is how much fulfillment and meaning do you have? And it's hard to have a lot of meaning and fulfillment when you feel overweight and, and sick and you have a lot of body pain and you can't get up in the morning and do what you want to do. And you, um, are in a bad mood. I mean, you know, and so that's, that's really my, my heart and what I want to give people the gift of. Which is so much. And I think what's beautiful about your, your, your saying is I think people don't realize how much, how much energy it takes to carry around all these things that we don't want to look at, you know, like you're talking about. And so we're wasting so much of our precious 
energy, our joy, and our vitality is all getting squashed down by these things that that don't need to be there anymore, but they may be stored in our body and stored in our energy field. And like you're talking about, it's hard to see things sometimes. It absolutely is in ourselves. Boy, we're really good a lot of times about seeing them in other people, <laughs> but yeah. what we really need to do is see them in ourselves and then hold ourselves accountable, like you're saying, for doing the work like you're talking about, where you can release these things and open up and really blossom at that point um, in your life. But what I'd like to do, because you've given us so much already, what I'd like to do at this point is just to have you think about some sparks of wisdom that we can share with the listeners to help them sort of summarize what we've been talking about. So we're going to head over to the sparks of wisdom. Sparks of wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Sparks of wisdom. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, Katie, let's hear your sparks of wisdom for today. Okay, thank you. I would say that if you're having a hard time being who you want to be and having uh, the experiences you want to have in your life, really, truly, life is short. Run, don't walk, go find a practitioner. And I'm not just plugging me, go find a practitioner that does some sort of combination of helping the physical body that is rooted and grounded in some science and evidence-based stuff, as well as energy, uh, energy balancing, and that works on the emotional and energy of your system. It really needs to be a practitioner that can do both. And uh, one technique is called EMDR. Another technique is called NLP, neuro-linguistic program, programming. And then you can also do meridian tapping, which is emotional freedom technique. Or you can work with me who does these higher level things that really go deeper in and soul search and really, really go into that. Uh, but do, do get the help that you need because you don't have to be stuck. You don't have to live uh, in a slight internal conflict and confusion just go change yourself. And, and because we live in human bodies, that's going to be through the body itself. So what you eat and the supplements you take and what you don't eat and what you consume as far as beverages and substances, this matters. So check yourself on that front for real and get help with any of that. If you're doing things you don't want to be doing, and you can't do the things that are good for you and not do the things that are bad for you, be straight with yourself and go get help. And then the same person you're getting help from on that front really should be able to help you with the energy and emotional aspects, because that's going to be the gateway to being able to change doing what's good for you and not doing what's bad for you with substances, food, and all these other physical things. And that's really how it works. That's the marriage. That's, that's how it works. It's through the avenue of really changing your energy, changing what you've been through, reducing trauma, eliminating emotions that aren't serving you and self-limiting beliefs and thoughts through, through getting rid of that, boom, you're going to be able to live the way you want to live in making the choices that are really in alignment with your highest good. So find a practitioner that covers both because they will resonate with you. Don't go to three or four different people. It's too piecemeal. That's my best advice, wisdom, (laughs) if we're bottom lining it, boom. Okay. Katie, it has been so much fun talking with you today. I really appreciate your time and your candor and your willingness to just 
go deep and to really explain to people what it takes to be well and that you can't just, it's not just about one thing. It's not just about the food. It's not just about your emotions and how you think it's about all of it together. So thank you for sharing all of that with us today. And also I want, I would love for you to tell people how they can find you. And if you want a little bit more about what you do, whatever you would like to let the listeners know. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been amazing for me too. And it's wonderful to express myself in this way. It's really my, my heart and my passion. And so thank you for the avenue <laughs> that it could come through. Um, <clears throat> so uh, people can reach me. My, my business name is Beyond Wellness LLC. And my website is the easiest way to reach me. And my website is katherineheath.com. So that's my full first name and my last name.com. And I'll spell it. It's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. And then my last name, Heath, H-E-A-T-H.com. So katherineheath.com. Everything's on there. And um, I would say that I'm a holistic, intuitive nutritionist, emotional healer, and counselor, and I help with energy balancing and all of the other stuff that we talked about. So I've got a few different sets of letters behind my name that are just, you know, placeholders, but you know, everybody's heard now what I'm all about. So uh, visit the website. If, if nothing else, there's a great video that will go further into how I can help people and why I do what I do and have people get a, a true sense of, of me. So thank you. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. And I watched the video. It is a good watch. It is. And then after now meeting you, I would say it is spot on with explaining who you are and what you do. So once again, thank you for everything. And for the listeners, if you could, it would be really helpful to go and rate and leave a review. That's really helpful for the podcast. It's helpful for me. If you do that, I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, be you, be love, and be present.